T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, Lee. So, I mean, can you imagine if we were in charge of the government right now? Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. And Trump Be was, a few changes. <laughs> yeah. Well, Trump was president and, you know, Trump's administration had told the mainstream media that it was just a conspiracy that COVID was yeah, made in the Wuhan I, lab. And anybody yeah. who said that was a conspiracy theorist, they weren't to be taken seriously and all that. I mean, the media would be screaming bloody murder. Oh, yeah. About the cover-up. It, it would be absolutely endless. They'd have their best reporters on it. They, they would have untangled the Wuhan lab years yeah. ago. Yeah. But um, it's the Democrats. And, you know, we give them, we're, we're way too nice to these people. Yes. We really are. Yeah. Given the fact that the Biden administration has lied to us about every turn, about everything having to do with COVID. Um, I mean, the most obnoxious of those lies was the one that told my, tore my family apart. A pandemic of the unvaccinated. Yeah. Take the shot and it won't spread. Yeah, that's... I mean, my kids didn't see members of our family, aunts, uncles, people like that, for years because of those yeah. lies. Mm-hmm. So they, this is one of these things. It's not just a government lie where, okay, politicians lie. This, these are the first of their lies to materially impact our lives. I, I want to go back, and from and this is not anecdotal. This is my, my life. Every member of my family that got the vaccine got COVID-19. Yeah, and every yeah. single member of my family and some of the extended family too that took the vaccine got COVID-19. Every single one of them. 95% effective they said. And they and, and the thing is they knew the whole time, Lee. They knew from the beginning from the trials that were in December and they started giving it to the public in January. They knew. They knew it wasn't effective and they lied for months and months. And I said this is just another one of their lies. And um our our guest actually with the Heritage Foundation is is here so I'm going to jump on Go right ahead. Uh, with with him. Uh, E.J. Anthony, well, uh, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me. Well, yeah, well, and you know, you did such a great interview on Battleground about inflation. I mean, here we are. They said, oh, yeah, we'll pass the American Rescue Act. There won't be any inflation. There was. Well, it's just transitory. No, it wasn't. And then, well, you know, it's going away. We, we are fixing it right now. It's going, oh, dear, look at that. Inflation shooting through the roof in January. Is, is this going to get better? Uh, not for a long while. You know, uh, unfortunately, it's going to take some pretty radical changes in Washington, D.C. before things get any better. Uh, you know, the, the sad part about our situation 
is that these are all self-inflicted wounds. It didn't have to be this way. But the silver lining to that is the fact that if we just remove the bad government policies that have created this mess, then the bad effects will also go away. What would that entail? What do we have to do? Oh, first and foremost, we have to stop all the spending. You know, that that is at the end of the day, the, the real root cause of this inflation. Uh, the spending itself is not what causes the inflation. It's the Federal Reserve's response, which is to print money to cover the deficit that the Treasury can't pay for. That's ultimately what creates too many dollars, what dilutes your purchasing power, and what causes inflation. But you're never, I don't think, ever really going to change that dynamic because I don't think you're ever going to have a Federal Reserve chairman uh, who has the iron will necessary to say no to the Treasury Secretary. You know, at this point, EJ, I'm wondering if their plan isn't to bring down inflation at all, but merely control it enough in order to get to the next printing binge. Like Washington's become like a drug addict. I don't know if you've ever had anyone in your family who's got an addiction. Um, And and there's a a thing called end-stage addiction where, I mean, that's where you're in the drug house, you're lying on the cardboard you know that the next hit might kill you, but you don't care anymore. Um, and, and and I swear that's what's going on here. This is not like the 1970s when they actually meant to bring down inflation so they jacked the interest rates through the roof and stopped printing so it worked. I mean, you've got the Fed printing and you've got the Fed jacking interest rates. What does that do? That brings down inflation just enough so they can say, oh, look, it took down a little bit. Hey, let's print an infrastructure bill. We can do that now. I mean, I really honestly think they've accepted, and I'm just bouncing this off. You see what you think. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. It's my theory. They've accepted 5 to 7% endless inflation and a very poor um, American electorate um, just to get another hit off the printing machine. And, and they'll just keep hiking rates um, as they need to bring it down a little, get the headlines, and go on another printing run. What do you think? Are they doing that? Well, there's, you know, there's already a lot of talk of the Federal Reserve needing to adjust its target inflation rate, which allegedly is 2%. And now there are a lot of people saying, no, it needs to be 3% or even 4% wow. in order to sustain the job market, even though the two things are actually not related at all in the long run. But it is it is that kind of discussion that is ultimately going to lead to exactly that movement to a higher rate of inflation. Why do they want a higher rate of inflation? Because what is inflation? It is ultimately a tax. It is a way for the government to transfer wealth and purchasing power away from you into its own coffers. I mean, that is literally a tax. That's all it is. We think of it in a lot of other ways, but fundamentally it is a tax. It's just a hidden tax. And so if you can sustain 3 or 4% inflation, that is a 3 or 4% tax on all of your savings, all of your earnings, your wealth, et cetera, every year, year after year for your entire life. Well, give that a decade, 12 years. I mean, Americans are going to be, Americans are going to be poor. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you're, you're talking about prices doubling in less than a generation at 3 or 4% inflation. So by no means is, is, you know, people think, oh, it's just 3 or 4%. What's the big deal? You know, I think it was Einstein who said uh, compound interest is the most powerful force in the entire universe. And it, it really <laughs> is in that sense. So I think this is just a big hose job. I mean, it just looks to me like, hey, we'll fool people as long as possible to keep the printing press running 
as long as possible. But suppose we were to decide we're not going to be poor uh, and the American people were to figure this out because I don't think they've fully figured it out, EJ. What kind of cutting are we talking about in terms of spending to, to get back to normal? Oh, as, as far as the American people go, I mean, it is so sad uh, to look at where the American people are today and compare that to yesteryear. There was a time in this country not that long ago where entire presidential campaigns were waged over the question of whether we should have a central bank or not, of what kind of monetary system we, we should have. And the American people were incredibly monetarily literate, probably the most monetarily literate as opposed to any other people in the entire world. Right. So we need, I think, to educate our fellows and to get back that level of understanding on the part of the American people. And then what does that look like? What's the result of that? The American people will then understand that this kind of government spending is not sustainable. We need radical cuts to the budget. Nothing, nothing can be off the table in the long run when it comes to what we need to cut, because we need to radically, radically reduce how much government is spending. Yeah, it's going to be painful. I mean, when we're looking at an omnibus with, what, $300 billion uh, printed money, largely printed money, just to pay the interest on what we've borrowed? Yeah, I mean, we are we are a very short time away from interest on the debt, net interest being the largest single expenditure in the entire budget, more than defense, more than Social Security, more than, than Medicare, Medicaid, et cetera. And EJ, you know, I find it interesting, too, that it's not just people like me and you saying this. It's easy to dismiss us. I mean, did you see Warren Buffett? He just warned his investors about inflation, said, you know, basically really hard times financially are coming and that, you know, deficits have consequences. This is I mean, this is the guy's a Democrat. Right. And, you know, again, from an investor standpoint, it's not as if uh, you can somehow shield yourself from inflation. Some people are going to do a lot worse than others. The poor, for example, those who have less are going to have even less. It's the Matthew principle in spades. But from an investor standpoint, inflation causes the price of everything to go up, whether whether that's the stuff you buy, whether that's the price for your own labor, whether that's uh, financial security, stocks, bonds, etc. Because inflation is a devaluing of the dollar, so anything priced in dollars goes up. Okay, so you may think, well, aren't I better off now that the value of my stocks have gone up? No, not at all, because what you can buy with that money hasn't gone up at all, except now when you go to sell that stock, you're going to pay tax on the nominal price increase of that stock, even though it can't actually buy you any more than the original money you used to purchase that stock in the first place. So the government, once again, is able to confiscate your wealth, is able to transfer wealth from you to their own coffers because of inflation. It's unbelievable. As our Treasury Secretary wanders around, you know, Ukraine, uh, splashing everybody with monopoly money and telling us, oh, no, we got inflation under control. And I mean, her own statistics from her own department say otherwise. That's exactly right. And once again, these are the same people who first told us there was no inflation, then said it was transitory, then said, well, you know, it's just a high class problem. And then they said, well, we have this Inflation Reduction Act and that'll fix it. 
et cetera, et cetera. The same people who were too busy lecturing us on climate change and diversity and other left-wing talking points and ignored the actual facts, the data. Why on earth would we believe today anything they have to say when they have been wrong all the way up until this point? I don't know. I, and I'm wondering, EJ, and I don't mean to put you on the spot. I've been trying to find this answer for a long time. I, I, it doesn't seem to be Googleable. Is it possible for Congress to pass a bill, say, that requires, I don't know, hundreds of billions of dollars of printing and for the Federal Reserve um, to, to make that happen, right, to make all of the spending happen? Is it possible for the Federal Reserve or leader of the Federal Reserve to say, hey, you know what, we're just not going to print it, sorry? Or do they have to print it? Are you saying for the Congress says the Federal Reserve has to do X and then the Federal Reserve says, no, we're not going to do that? Yeah. I mean, like, um, say a leader of the Fed, say Jerome Powell, I mean, theoretically, he could come out and admonish Congress and say, hey, you know, you're going to force us to print this to buy that. If you're going to pass this, you know, that's going to be devastating. He, He could say that. Could he refuse to do it? Oh, I, I suppose he could. I, I don't know what exactly the the fallout from that would be, though. Uh, I mean, at, at the end of the day, you know, the Federal Reserve is this quasi public private institution where it is the banker's bank, but it has been morphed over time uh, into Congress's bank. So it is just a way for for Congress to pay for spending that it cannot afford, that we, the American people, cannot afford. So I, I can't really imagine, to be honest, a scenario in which a Federal Reserve chairman would renege on that bargain. It's not good. It's um, it's really not. It's it's not going to end well. And I think D.C.'s just, E.J. just made the decision that uh, we're just all going to be poor and they're going to print and print. And America people probably never going to figure it out. Maybe they won't. I don't know. I don't know. Well, um, well I mean, it did, it did take a Jimmy Carter to give us a Ronald Reagan. Yeah, it did. So, you know what? And I never thought Trump would make it into office either. I thought it was going to be Hillary all the way. So maybe there's that. Maybe we just have to learn this lesson all over again. EJ, thank you so much for joining us this morning on 106.3 WORD. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medella, the Markable Fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. A Christian girls basketball team fiercely clinging to actual reality, which you are not allowed to speak of increasingly today. Vermont girls basketball team has decided to forfeit the state championship. They uh, actually would have played in Vermont's Division Four basketball championship tournament for the championship win for the title because they would have to play a team with a biological male. Did they do this because they are bigots and hate people they don't understand? No, they did not. They did this not for religious or moral reasons, but because the kid jeopardizes both the fairness of the game and the safety of the player. You know you know what would grate the heck out of me? I could stand playing on a team that lost the championship. I'd be very proud to have played in the championship. I could stand losing. It hurts. It stings. But you could stand, stand losing to a better team that is better. They wanted it more. Whatever. You had an off day, but I can't stand the sting of playing against the team with a biological boy and then having to play the part of the losing team. And it's what it is. It's a part. Well, we tried, but we just weren't good. No, you weren't. We, you'll never know. In the sport um, my daughter plays, they play boys' teams sometimes. To make them better. Nobody's pretending to be a boy or a girl. There's just boys' teams, and they'll play the girls against the boys to tighten them up. Figuring once you go up uh, against the boys' team, an average boys' team, when you play a really good girls' team, you'll be ready. And the biological reality that you can clearly see on the sidelines of how fast those balls those balls travel and how hard uh, they are sent through the air. It's a little scary. You're afraid of your daughter getting hit in the head. So these girls are like, no. No, we're not going to take a loss to a team and play the part of the fairly defeated team. We're not going to pretend this is a fair game. And it's not a fair game. There is a fully intact biological male testosterone coursing through his veins who says he's a girl on the other team. So they're not playing. They're not suiting up against it. Good for them. This is what it takes to stand up to the left to say, no, we are not 
going to fake reality with you. We are not going to pretend that a biological male doesn't have an advantage here. It's just silly. It's just... Meanwhile, you should know this. I was so bummed by this this morning. Because, you know, I'm trying to stay healthy and PhD weight loss. I'm in maintenance. And one of the things that uh, I use is Stevia, which up until a couple hours ago I thought was safe. It's really been my go-to sweetener. Apparently got to stop that or I'm going to stroke out. New study found that a sugar replacement called erythritol uh, used to add bulk or sweeten. Um, it's stevia monk fruit keto reduced sugar products. Has been linked to blood clotting, stroke, heart attack, death. Not a side effect I'm into. The degree of risk is not modest, said the lead study author, Dr. Stanley Hazen. I knew it was too good to be true. Uh, director of uh, the Center for Cardiovascular Diagnostics and Prevention at the Cleveland Clinic. People with existing risk factors, such as heart disease, diabetes, twice as likely to experience a heart attack or stroke if they had the highest levels of stevia in their blood. Oh, not good. If their blood level for uh, erythritol, I guess is how you say it, was in the top 25% compared to the bottom 25%, there was about a twofold higher risk for heart attack and stroke. It's on par with the strongest cardiac risk factors like diabetes. Oh my God. So if you're eating this, according to this study, we'll see if there are you know others. You're using stevia because you don't want to eat the sugar because what, you're already... Um, you know, overweight, or, and that puts you at risk for a, a stroke. Having uh, a fair amount of it in your system, using it like sugar, basically is going to put you in the same situation for a stroke or heart attack that you'd you'd have if you had diabetes. That's not good. Ah, gotta go home, clean it out of the drawers. Go back to drinking my coffee black. Blech. No shortcuts in this life, I guess. You either eat the sugar and get fat, and have a stroke or a heart attack or eat to stevia. Don't get fat. Still have a stroke or a heart attack. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe other studies will show differently. But for now, I guess I'm going to have to retire the stuff. Darn it. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Okay, so want to correct this. The way CNN wrote this is really dense. The problem is uh, erythritol, the sugar replacement, 
that it's actually not pure stevia that's dangerous. We don't we don't know about that. It's it makes stevia dangerous when it's added to stevia. Um, so if uh, don't go throw the stevia away, uh, you know, write off these studies. Read some more about it. Um, what you need to do is make sure you buy pure stevia uh, without the uh, erythritol in it. Apparently, uh, that is mixed in with stevia. So you just need the pure stuff. Um, so it's a uh, sugar alcohol, uh, but it is different than stevia, but it can be in some stevia. So it's what they mix the stevia with in some cases. Um, but might be worth looking into if you are using that uh, as a sugar replacement and you've already got, you know, heart problems or potential for a stroke because it could be, it could be dangerous. Speaking of dangerous, obesity, it's not just ugly. It doesn't just make you big and uncomfortable. It raises your risk of death 91%. So uh, if you stay thinner, you're definitely going to have a longer life. Unless you drive regularly in Greenville, in which case you maybe run slap over. Um, but, you know, if if you survive traffic, um, you're going to do better if you slim down. Okay. So, uh, still talking about the Wuhan lab. I'm blown away by this. If we lived in an honest country, everybody would be interviewing Dr. Andrew Huff this morning. Um, and again, he is the whistleblower from Echo Health Alliance. He was the one, the number two in charge, the one actually in charge of physically doing the gain of function research at the Wuhan lab. He did not go it. He did not go there himself personally, but he ran the money through for the Pentagon and for Dr. Anthony Fauci. He did the applications. He supervised the experiments, and he said point blank, "We made COVID nineteen in that lab, plus a lot of the COVID other COVID viruses too. We weaponized it." And it got out. And so just the degree of pretend going on this morning as you literally have CNN coming out now saying, well, yeah, the government thinks it was made in the Wuhan lab with a low degree of confidence. Folks, the government paid for it to be made in the Wuhan lab. This whole pretend and act like, oh, wow, what would a Chinese do in there? We don't know. Yeah, we do. Echo Health Alliance went in and did it with them. Have you noticed something? Dr. Peter Dasik, who is the number one in charge at Echo Health Alliance, has not denied anything that Dr. Andrew Huff has said. You notice that? Huff walked out with all the documents, sent them to members of Congress. They're on his Twitter feed right now. And the whole national media, except maybe Jesse Waters and uh, Tucker Carlson, including most of Fox's coverage, they're doing the, wow, Peter We'll never know. We're, maybe we'll never know. Yeah, we know. We have all the documents. So this absurd idea, this absurd idea, well, the government's not sure. Oh, they know. They paid to create it. We have the receipts for the love of God. We've got the guy who did it saying, we, we did it. It got out. Sorry. And everybody's pretending he's not out there. This is pretending it's not happening. I mean, everybody should have called Dr. Andrew Huff and had him on. Instead, CNN's like, well, it's a low degree of confidence. Who cares what, what the energy department says? I want to hear from I want to hear from Huff. 
I feel you know, why doesn't somebody call up the Pentagon? Hey, you ran a bunch of money through it. Call up, uh, you know, NIH. Hey, uh, you paid these people who are all over the TV. They got documents saying they created COVID-19 and got out. They did it in the partnership with the Chinese. Oh, and they gave them the technology to do it again, killing millions of people. Maybe the whole planet. Who knows? Um, do you have a comment on that? But no. And you know what that means? If they black it out, it's true. They can't handle it because he's got the documents. They're all over his Twitter feed. Oh, and he mailed them to every member of Congress, too. He also gave them to Simon & Schuster's fact checkers before they published his book. And they published it. Why? Because it's true. But we're doing one big national game of pretend and we'll never know. It's kind of nuts, really. So he was asked by Jesse Waters, one of the few honest journalists out there who actually had him on, why do you think they released this thing now about, oh, the virus might have come out of the Wuhan lab? The reason why they're, they're putting out this report is that Everyone in the world is starting to figure out what the truth is. They can't keep this bottled up. My book is having a huge impact. And the one thing I wanted to announce tonight on the show is I've been actually received several different movie offers, Hollywood movie offers, and I'm working with it now with a team of filmmakers and producers to adapt yeah, my movie. Yeah, that's a problem. So he goes on to say it's going to come out. Uh, and then he was asked by Jesse Waters, okay, what about what Woody Harrelson just said about Pfizer partnering with the government? His his uh, monologue that he did, he hit the nail on the head. I mean, the pharmaceutical companies paired up with the government, and the, the government also simultaneously created a psychological operation to drive fear into people and also created financial incentives or disincentives for people to get the jab. Now, that sounds a little conspiracy, a little kooky, but it's not. How'd they put fear into people? They lied. We just had CNN admit 90% of the deaths were fake. That's because the CDC changed the way they code COVID, but nothing else, so that a bunch of stuff that weren't COVID deaths could be coded as COVID deaths. Then they sat around and incentivized hospitals to swab the noses of the car wreck victims to see if they were COVID positive so they could log them as a death. It'd scare you half to death. But then listen to what he says next. This is very interesting. Listen to how he says it. He says it in a way that he won't admit culpability. He won't admit blame. And he says, well, you know, it's real weird. The um, AIDS virus seems to have been artificially inserted uh, into the COVID virus. That's what studies say. That's what studies say. That's his way of saying, let me translate, we built this thing. And we used, co- we, we used genetic code from the uh, HIV virus to do it in order to wake it up like Frankenstein. Listen to him describing what they did here. Again, this is the guy who was in charge of it for a federal government that now is like, we don't know, maybe the Chinese, no, maybe you did it with the Chinese. And do you understand what the bioweapons component of this whole thing was? And, and, And how strongly do you believe that that was a factor? Well, the bioweapon aspect or angle of this is it's gray area, and this is why. So when you're doing gain-of-function research on select agents, and there's a list of select agents which are available from different government agencies, when you're doing this type of work, it falls into a category category of research known as dual-use research of concern. So the premise is that you're going to do this gain-of-function work to evolve the virus maybe one or two steps ahead in the evolutionary timeline so you can get ahead of the natural evolution. And this is actually what they were talking about on the Project Veritas tapes. 
Now, the problem is what actually has happened in reality is that they evolved the SARS coronavirus 150,000, 200,000 years in the future with species that would never come into contact with each other naturally in the environment and with infectious agents that probably wouldn't be swapped between those species. They actually selected genetic characteristics to make the, the, the virus itself more infective. And a smoking gun, you can't make up what I'm, what I'm about to say, a p paper was published uh, a little bit over a year ago showing that there was HIV inserts in SARS coronavirus 2, which have America's fingerprints all over it, which were actually patented by Moderna. This, the two days after this paper was published, the war in Ukraine kicks off. And I th firmly believe this is not some conspiracy. I believe that that happened because they wanted to create a distraction from what is the biggest scandal in human history. Well, doctor, I don't know what to believe anymore, but I know who not to believe. And I'm uh, anxious to see your movie. Thank you so much. But we'll just pretend none of that happened. You know what he's saying there, don't you? He was in charge of the research. He himself is a bio trained bioweapons expert with an FBI security clearance. He's one of them. You know what he's saying there? In order to animate this Frankenstein disease we created for the Pentagon and Anthony Fauci, there were parts that nature wouldn't supply, so we inserted part of the HIV genetic code. That's what he's saying. The way he says it is, nah, papers, papers published that it happened. By the way, the media is ignoring those too. Well, that was the guy who made COVID at the Wuhan lab. Himself a FBI credentialed bioweapons expert with an FBI security clearance. Weird that the FBI was running money through the Wuhan lab. See, this is the part of him I wonder about. Well, the whole world knows we did this. China knows. But China's tried to tell the world we did this, but they didn't release the receipts. This guy did. He's FBI with an FBI security clearance. He had left the FBI, obviously, when he was working for Echo Health Alliance, but a lot of them remain on the ledger. Look, I just wonder if Dr. I don't know. I just wonder if, the, if Dr. Huff is out there telling everyone that they did it so they can establish the narrative, should anyone notice his book, that it was an accidental release. I just find it so weird that Dr. Huff, himself FBI, a bioweapons expert, is helping in the hand... Think about this for a minute. Helping in the handover of this technology to the Chinese so that they can just kill us themselves uh, with the weaponized, the virus technology. That he's doing this for the Pentagon as an employee of Echo Health Alliance. And nobody's interested in him, right? It's just, it's weird. It's really weird to me. Um, I don't know. Uh, he In interviews, he said he has been hounded by the FBI. 
which is what I would expect if he was for real. I just wonder if he's not out there to spin their narrative. In other words, yeah, they're going to figure out we made it. Either the Chinese are going to tell the world. Um, or, you know, it's going to get out at one of many ways. Let's get ahead of it and tell everybody it was an accidental release. I don't believe, I, I don't, for one, I'm not, I mean, I, look, I have my suspicions about, about it. And, and, and this is because of the timing, because remember the timing. I mean, Trump's stock market was about to hit the all important milestone of 30,000. That wasn't supposed to happen. The Chinese, you remember, had, had been forced by Trump and his tariffs to sign a trade agreement. They didn't want to sign. And at the last minute, they added an out to that trade agreement that said if there was a natural disaster, a pandemic, or something else, it would release them from it. And then it happened. In partnership with the Pentagon. I mean, the whole thing. I mean, I can't get past it. But this whole idea that our government doesn't know if COVID came from the Wuhan lab, our, co- our government was funding the research at the Wuhan lab. Come on. Oh, it's exhausting. Have a good rest of the day. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 